You are listening to this week's Market Commentary by Walker Cripps, bringing you insights on the world of stock markets and finance. Hello, and welcome to the Walker Cripps Market Commentary for the week ending Tuesday the 27th of September. Markets were already enduring a torrid time when the British government dropped its fiscal bomb on Friday. Earlier in the week, the US Federal Reserve had raised rates by three quarters of a percentage point, as expected, but there was no let-up in the hawkish tone, as the Fed simultaneously cut its growth forecast and lifted its own expectations for future interest rates. Once again, the Fed is signalling that it is ready to tolerate a recession in order to combat inflation. This has been the message for a while, but markets are now repricing how far the Fed will go and how deep any recession might be. Attention then switched to the strength of the US dollar in what is now being termed a currency crisis. Having seen the yen fall 20% against the dollar since the start of the year, Japan's central bank was forced to intervene to support its currency for the first time since 1998, producing an immediate gain of 2.3% on the yen-dollar exchange rate. Commentators were sceptical, however, whether even the vast reserves of the Bank of Japan would be enough to win this battle, and the yen subsequently fell back over the course of the week. The People's Bank of China was simultaneously conducting its own war against speculators, which culminated in the imposition of stricter currency exchange controls. The Chinese yuan is flirting with its lowest level against the dollar since 2008, prompting fears of capital flight. The pound was already under pressure against the US dollar, having fallen to $1.12, when the Bank of England announced its decision to raise rates by another half a percentage point, though some had been anticipating a three-quarters of a percent rise to keep pace with the Fed and the European Central Bank. Publication of highly anticipated European business activity surveys on Friday morning confirmed fears of another step down in economic activity, with both the UK and Eurozone showing signs of outright economic contraction. It was into this maelstrom the British Chancellor announced a radical change in policy towards unfettered government spending in a seemingly desperate attempt to stimulate economic growth, prompting an immediate collapse in sterling and in UK government bond markets. It didn't help that the Chancellor shrugged off the move in markets with the phrase, the markets will do what they will do, perhaps forgetting that government bond yields dictate the cost of government spending and that the level of sterling contributes to inflation via the cost of imports. Sterling fell by over 3% against the dollar on the day of the news, and a flash crash in overnight trading in Asia on Monday sent it down another 4% to, momentarily, $1.04. The pound subsequently recovered from that debacle, but is still trading at a record low to the dollar. UK government bond yields jumped to their highest in a decade, anticipating massive additional government expenditure, the increased cost of funding that expenditure, and the possibility that the Bank of England may have to raise rates to prevent further depreciation of the pound.
Stock markets are often the beneficiaries of lower taxes and higher government spending. But scepticism is currently so rife, even amongst equity investors, that the UK-orientated FTSE 250 stock market index ended the day at new lows for the year. The repercussions went far wider than UK assets, however, as global investors reconsidered how likely their own governments would be to spend their way out of trouble. Bond yields all over the world surged, and global stock markets tumbled, with US and European markets also reaching new lows for the year. That's the end of the market news section. Now we move on to the stock focus section. Ford Motor Company had its biggest daily decline in value in 11 years, with shares dropping by 12% after the company reported $1 billion of extra costs due to inflation in the current calendar quarter. Moreover, shortages of parts continue to plague the company's productivity. Perhaps optimistically, management maintained its full-year forecast for profits. Shares in the British retail chain JD Sports Fashion were also given short shrift, despite its management also sticking to profit guidance for the full year. Investors were more focused on the short-term problems of softer demand, supply chain inflation, and strikes at two ports, Felixstowe and Liverpool, used by the company to receive imported products. The shares fell 17% over the week. In a rare piece of good news from the European banking sector, Italian banking giant Unicredit announced that it will, quote, substantially upgrade its guidance for profits in the coming quarter. The group's chief executive pointed to the unexpectedly sharp rate rises by the European Central Bank, which took interest rates into positive territory, as being a key driver. Shares rose 5% on the day. Germany's Deutsche Bank issued a similarly positive update, stating that improved income from loans would more than offset any effects of the inflation crisis. There was no such luck for Credit Suisse, however, as the bank's share price fell to a record low on rumours that it would be pulling out of its American activities entirely. The energy sector was the worst performer of any industry on Friday, falling by 5-6% to across the board, as investors took fright at the recent decline in the oil price and the outlook for global demand. Being denominated in US dollars, the strength of the dollar has added to the pressure on oil consumers overseas. Now we'll take a look at the economic highlights from last week on what to look out for this week. The US Federal Reserve raised rates by three quarters of a percentage point as expected. The real interest was in the bank's new economic forecasts, however. The Fed slashed its forecast for 2022 economic growth from 1.7% to just 0.2% and raised its estimates for inflation and unemployment. The Bank of England raised rates by another half a percentage point at its meeting on Thursday, though some had been anticipating a bigger rise to keep pace with the Fed and the European Central Bank. Separately, the bank approved plans for an £80 billion reduction in its holdings of government bonds, which may now be derailed by the mini-budget. Business activity surveys for early September showed clear declines in both services 
and manufacturing sectors in the Eurozone, while plummeting service sector activity in the UK also pointed towards a recession. US activity, on the other hand, rebounded markedly. Inflation in the Eurozone is expected to have risen to 9.7% in September from 9.1% last month, with the core rate, excluding food and fuel prices, rising to 4.7% from 4.3%. Germany is likely to have been the main driver of higher prices, with the other major Eurozone nations being flat or down. Chinese business activity surveys are expected to show a slight pickup in activity as energy disruptions fade. But this is likely to be offset by a deterioration in demand for Chinese goods from the rest of the world. With a sterling crisis ongoing, the UK balance of payments will be scrutinised for any potential impact on currency flows. The current account deficit is expected to have declined to £43 billion in the second calendar quarter from £52 billion previously. And that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. This was Walker Cripps Market Commentary. If you'd like to hear more, please visit our website at www.walkercrips.co.uk. To keep up with our latest news and content, you can follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at Walker Crips. Until next week, thanks for listening. This podcast is intended to be Walker Crips Investment Management's own commentary on markets. It is not investment research and should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to buy, sell or trade in any of the investments, sectors or asset classes mentioned. The value of any investment and the income arising from it is not guaranteed and can fall as well as rise, so that you may not get back the amount you originally invested. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future results. Movements in exchange rates can have an adverse effect on the value price or income of any non-sterling denominated investment. Nothing in this podcast constitutes advice to undertake a transaction and if you require professional advice you should contact your financial advisor or your usual contact at Walker Cripps. Walker Cripps Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and is a member of the London Stock Exchange.